0: Welcome, I'm Pastor Vincent Grissom and this is Applying God's Word, a teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 104 titled, Our Struggle to Do Right Over Wrong. Ever think about your most embarrassing moment? Hopefully it's something you can laugh about now, but maybe at the time it actually brought you to the point of tears. Last year at a pastor's conference, I and a handful of pastors were eating and sharing stories about times when our tongues got twisted and we said words we weren't really meaning to say. A few told of a time they had tripped and fell when they were walking up to the platform. I laughed with them and then about a half an hour later, I myself tripped and fell walking up the three steps to the platform. Embarrassing as it was, all I could do was just laugh and make a joke as I was helped to my feet. Well, there are also embarrassing moments that are far from humorous. Perhaps some of you can still remember what that felt like. Feelings of embarrassment, regret, or even shame give us a little glimpse of what Paul is describing in our passage today. Let's begin with Romans chapter 7 verses 14 to 25. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good, as it is What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God, who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself, in my mind, am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. Paul is addressing something much more serious here than something that may cause us some momentary embarrassment. He describes our struggle with our old and new nature, our struggle to do what is right. Prior to salvation, we have only the one nature, the sin nature, but once we come to Christ, we are new creations in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 makes that clear. But we still abide in the old flesh, which has the remains of the sinful nature within it. These two natures war constantly with one another, continually pulling the believer in opposite directions. So what do we do? Let's read Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 25. So I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh they are in conflict with each other so that you are not able to do whatever you want but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law the acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality impurity and debauchery kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Many of you have heard the story of the man with the two dogs. If not, it's told like this. A man owned two dogs that were always fighting each other. One day a friend asked the man, which dog usually wins the fight? The man answered, the dog I feed the most. Inside every Christian are two different natures, two ways of reasoning and acting. One is the old nature, and the other is the new spiritual nature. The question before us is this. Which nature usually wins the fight? Well, like in our story, it too depends on which one you feed the most. If you are always feeding the sinful nature by exposing yourself to sinful actions, engaging in sin, only surround yourself with sinful influences and peers, your sinful nature will win. However, if you walk by the spirit, live by the spirit and keep in step with the spirit surrounding yourself with the spirit's truth the bible the spirit's people other christians follow the spirit's focus jesus christ and pray in the spirit to god the father your spiritual nature will win so which nature are you feeding the most is your sinful nature growing strong Are you feeding and making provision for it? Are you finding the Christian life pretty difficult at the moment? Do you need to avoid feeding your sinful nature? Is your spiritual nature malnourished? Do you feel like you are grieving the Holy Spirit? He is grieved mainly because we too are grieved by our actions. Ephesians chapter 4 tells us, That we should not grieve the Spirit and what grieving the Spirit is. We grieve the Spirit by living like the world, by lying, by being angry, by stealing, by cursing, by being bitter, by being unforgiving, and by being sexually immoral. To grieve the Spirit is to act out in a sinful manner, whether it is in thought only or both thought and deed. So again, Which nature do you feed the most? Which nature is winning the fight? James tells us what to do in chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. We have the victory through Christ, and we should live in that confidence by remembering First John chapter 4, verse 4. You dear children are from God, and have overcome them, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Ultimately, however, we know that Satan's power over Christians has been effectively destroyed as the war has already been won through our Savior's death and resurrection, which conquered the power of sin and death forever. Nonetheless, Satan still prowls the earth looking to drive a wedge between God and his children, and his temptations are unfortunately a daily part of our lives. 1 Peter 5 verse 8 tells us, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Yet, with the power of the Holy Spirit and the truth of God's word to help us, we will find ourselves effectively resisting temptations to do the wrong thing. As Christians, we have full life when we are aware of the reality of the presence of evil. As we struggle to stand firm in our faith, we must realize that the enemies we are up against are not merely human ideas, but real forces that come from the powers of darkness. The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. It's interesting to note that Paul declared in 1 Timothy 1 verse 15 that of all sinners I am the worst. Paul affirms the struggles we all have as we battle with sin and temptation in our lives. The struggles are real. We grow weary from the never-ending temptations and and in falling short of God's glory. Paul, in essence, is telling us that we need not pretend that we are untouched by our struggles. Though our efforts to do right are sometimes a struggle, we do have hope through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 tells us, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one, who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. And Jesus, in fact, is the key to our victory over sin.